My prayer is that God will bless this word in the hearts of every person that listens to it and that you can be enriched and encouraged by it. In the light of the things happening in this year, I want to urge you to continue on praying. I want to urge you to keep on being at God's feet and, and just keep faith and hope and encourage each other and trust in the Lord. While this year continues and time waits for no person, no man or no woman, I've come to realize that in this hard and difficult circumstances, it is so much easier to recognize people's true colors. And as the saying goes, you can recognize a tree by its fruits it carries. I want to ask you a question today. How many different trees can you identify just by looking at their leaves, fruit trees? How many different fruit trees can you identify by just looking at their leaves without seeing the fruit? Two or three, maybe? I think the average person would probably say four or five. Well, personally to me, I would probably say one or two. But I know when you ask a farmer how many, he would probably say a couple because he knows the trees. But we can all agree on one thing. When that tree carries fruit, it's easier to identify. You can easily identify an apple tree over an orange tree and a lime tree over a pear tree. It's easier to know it by its fruit. And this brings me to a very familiar and well-known portion of Scripture. In Matthew 21, Verse 18, and it goes, Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. And immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they ask? Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to the mountain, Go and throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. My focus verse this morning is verse 18 and 19. And what stands out is the fact that Jesus, firstly, he was hungry. He saw a fig tree that was supposed to have fruit on it. He had a need. And how can we say, a lot of people would say, but, but fig tree... It was not in the season. And when we look at Matthew, when we look at Mark 11, verse 13, it says, Seeing it in a distance, a fig tree in leaf, he went to it and he found that it had no fruit. When he reached, because it was not the season for figs. So we know by this that it was definitely not in season. But then why did Jesus expect it to have fruit if he knew that it was not in season? 
Maybe this tree was an early bloomer. It had the leaves but no fruit. It looked pretty. It looked like there would be fruit, but it had none. And then we would say, but why did Jesus just curse this tree to die? Why not rather say carry fruit and then he could have had some? The thing is, Jesus will not release something if it's not the time for it. Jesus won't go before and go against God's timing. He will not release you before you are ripe. Just as God will not release you when you are not ready. The fig tree pointed to more. Just are not having figs on it. It pointed more than not just producing fruit in the right time. Jesus pointed out clearly with this fig tree what will happen when there is no fruit. My question to you is, friends, family, church, we can fool each other. We can fool man, but we cannot fool God. God sees right through us. He knows if we are ungodly. He knows when we give ungodly advice. He knows that if we would only be a tree that produces nice leaves and we look acceptable to man, but we carry no fruit. To persons and church and families and friends, we look like fig trees that carry good fruit, but we're only green, carrying leaves, no fruit, no substance. Think about it for a moment. What does your tree look like this morning? Are you only a tree that has leaves? Are you a tree that gives false promise, a beacon of false hope to a person that is hungry, a person that's in need? See, Jesus walked up to this fig tree with excitement because he was hungry, he had a need. And he came to find nothing but leaves. So many times we would hear people saying, but you know what, I'm not in season yet. It's not my season to be released. God hasn't released me into my ministry yet. I want to be used by God, but I'm not quite ready. Then I want to say to you this, if you know you're not ready, don't live like you are carrying good fruit. You know your heart condition, you know your your lifestyle, you know where your right standing is with God. Don't live like someone that carries good fruit. Make right with God. In Genesis 2, verse 15, I come to realize something important. And this is the portion of Scripture where just after God created heaven and earth, 
and Adam. He released them into the garden. Of, and he said something particular to Adam that, that caught my attention. He said, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work in it and take care of it. And then the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from this, you will certainly die. God commanded him and saying that you can eat from any tree. This meant that all the trees that was in the garden of Eden had fruit. Not gonna, not going to, it had fruit because God said, go forth, you can eat from anyone. It had fruit. And this also, what stood out to me is that, that any tree that's in the presence of God has to have fruit. And only the trees that have fruit will be in the garden. Psalm 1 says, Oh, the joys of those. Do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves will never wither, and they will prosper in all they do. But do not the wicked. They are all worthless chaff, scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. For the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. Verse 3 again says, They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Now my question to you this morning is, brother and sister, church, family, friends, are you a tree that bears fruit in each season? Or do you carry fruit once a year? Are you an early bloomer? See, Jesus came up to this tree with excitement because he had a need. He was hungry. He wanted something, but found nothing. In the times we are living in, people might come up to you because we are Christians. We are supposed to be a beacon of hope. We are supposed to be the light. We are the feet and hands and standard of Jesus Christ. People might come up to you with a need of a hunger or a thirst for a word or encouragement. What will they find? A tree? That bears good leaves but no fruit? Or will they find a tree that gives them fruit that quenches their need? We are Christians. Well, we say we are. But are we truly? See, what if Jesus had to walk up to you this morning with the excitement of showing you to his Father? Saying, Lord, here's this man that I was telling you about, or this woman. Will he be embarrassed? 
to find that you only have leaves, but no fruit. We all realize what happened to the tree that has no fruit. It doesn't have eternal life. It gets cursed, withers and dies. One day, we too will be standing in front of God and Jesus. With the same excitement, Jesus is going to look at you. But He's going to judge you by the fruit that you carry. I'm asking you this morning. Do you have fruit for each season? Each season. Not just once a year. Each season. Now you might say, I've realized that I don't have fruit for each season. Maybe I haven't had fruit on my tree for a long time. And if you don't know it by now, I'm talking about spiritual fruit. I'm talking about spiritual substance. How do I find it? How do I solve this problem? It's quite easy. In Psalm 1, it gives us the answer. In verse 3, it says, They are like trees planted along the riverbank. Along the riverbank. Are you planted in the Word of God? Are you planted in fellowship with the Lord? The problem is, we can't just fellowship or come to a Lord on a Sunday and hope that we will then bear fruit in every season. You're not going to get the nutrients. You're not going to get all the proteins that you need to have the good fruit. I want to encourage you this morning to spend time with God. I want to encourage you this morning that in times we are living in, you need to spend time with God. In the times we are living in, you need to pray. In the times we are living in, you need the encouragement of the Word of God. You need to read your Bible. We need the Lord. We need to look to Jesus because He is our hope. He is our future. But I can't reach the people you reach. I can't speak to the people that you speak to. Who's going to encourage them? Who's going to motivate them? Who's going to drop something in their spirit? A seed. We need to spend time with God so we have good fruit to give to our fellow people, to Christians, to people in need. I want to encourage you this morning to make right with God. That when He gets to you one day, you will have good fruit to produce. To say, but Lord, this is what I have. I don't just have green leaves. I don't just look pretty on the outside. But I have good fruit. I need to ask you this morning. I've never in my life had so many people die around me. Known so many people that have died. Are you right with God? Are you in a place this morning that you can say the relationship between me and the Father, it's okay. He won't curse me to weather and die. He will welcome me because he will see good fruit. 
you spend enough time with him. This morning you might say, I'm not too sure. This morning you might say, I need him. Now more than ever before. This morning you might come to a place where you want to make a choice and saying, I want to serve the Lord anew. I want to pray for you. I want, to rep- I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Not just because you want to or need to, but you want to be in a loving relationship with the Lord. You want to make a change. You want to start over. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I want to turn away from my sinful ways, from my sinful life. I know that you have planned more for me than this. Father God, please forgive me for all my sins and iniquities against you. Cleanse me of my past mistakes, my past failures, my past choices. Lord, make me anew. I know your son, Jesus Christ, died for me on the cross of Calvary. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. At this very moment, Lord, I accept you and confess you as my Lord and Savior. I proclaim Jesus Christ. To live in my heart from this day forward. I thank you Jesus Christ. For your grace that you have saved me from my sins. And that you have given me eternal life. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide me. And to help me. And help me do your will for my life. And Lord, as we are busy praying, I want to pray for every person in our family, in our church, friends, that is sick. Lord, we pray for healing. Father God, we pray for restoration. Lord, we pray for healing in our land. Father God, we pray for our government that they will make choices that will build and encourage our people, your people. Lord, I want to pray for all churches and their pastors, Lord, that you will keep them safe and protect them, that you will cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ. Keep us and protect us, Lord. Lord, in this year that we are facing, that we are going in, that we are currently in, be our Lord, be our Savior, be our Redeemer. We turn to you, Jesus. We trust in you, Jesus. And our hope is on you, Jesus. Father God, bless your people and be with them. Lord, that you will pull up a hedge of fire around each family member to protect them against the attacks of the enemy. And we thank you, Lord, that we can entrust them to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that you are blessed, that you are encouraged. Keep on praying, keep a good faith. Amen. Bless you, we love you, and we miss you. Till next time.